Have you ever thought of something that you really want to do and then that little voice in your head pops in and says, yeah, I mean, come on, let's be realistic. Or maybe you pitch an idea to someone and they're like, "Mm, it doesn't really sound like reality to me. What if in facilitating the life that we want, the first step and the most important one is learning to bend and shift and shape reality and our perception of it to create a new life? It's coming up on this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Do you ever feel like you were made for more and you just don't know what this looks like yet? My name is Jordan Ulrich and I've made it my mission to help people just like you align with your inner genius, lead a fulfilling life on your terms and facilitate true transformation from the inside out. Authentic Success is here to challenge you, inspire you and bring you actionable strategies for stepping into the highest version of yourself from some of the world's greatest minds. You were put here with a unique purpose. It's time that we discover it and bring it to life. This is the Authentic Success Podcast. Time freedom, location freedom, passive income, and the ability to turn what you love into what you do with an online course or coaching program, it's not too good to be true. And this was a journey that started for me years ago in which I'm laying you the entire roadmap in the upcoming Thrive Accelerator three-day workshop series. It'd be an honor to see you there. You can go to jordanulrich.com forward slash accelerator to grab a free spot. I want to ask you a question. What do you consider to be realistic? Right. When when you hear somebody say, well, that's, you know, that's not realistic. Well, what does that mean to you? I think that one of the most important things that I have ever learned in my entire, at at this point, 29 years of life, is that reality is not what we think it is. Reality is entirely built upon one thing and one thing only, and that is perception, right? Reality is just our perception of what is going on around us, and that pretty much everything we are experiencing on a day-to-day basis is simply going on inside of our head. In our first seven years of life, we have what's called our programming years. In our programming years, I've talked about this previously, where we we spend 100% of our time in in a very suggestible brainwave state called theta. This is the same state that somebody enters when they go into hypnosis. And in this very suggestible brainwave state, the door to the subconscious mind is wide open. So everything is going in unfiltered, unedited, And we are basically building what we call our model of the world. And then as we continue into our adult lives, our model of the world is is a set of beliefs. It's a set of mental habits, of thought loops, of, of programmed emotions and stored emotions, mental programs that keep repeating themselves on a day to day basis. You could take two people and give them the exact same idea, the exact same task, the exact same activity. And one of them would go, I don't want to do that. And the next person would go, yeah, this is a great idea, right? Let's take skydiving, maybe, for example. You could take something like a cigarette and you could present it to somebody who's never smoked in their life. And they would look at it and go, no, no, thank you. That the smell is gross. The taste is probably gross. Uh, you couldn't pay me enough to put that in my mouth and light it. But you sit somebody next to them that smoked a pack of cigarettes a day for, for 20 years and you make them go like six hours without a cigarette, they would look at that exact same thing and they would go, I will literally kill you to have that cigarette right now. The fact that reality is entirely built upon our perception 
is good news, right? Even this is a freaky idea to you, it's really good news because what does this mean? It means that reality is essentially malleable. What we think is reality can actually be changed very, very easily. I like to use the the idea that reality is is like plastic, right? Reality is is like a piece of Play-Doh. You give me an orange piece of Play-Doh in the shape of a ball, I'd say, okay, well, it looks like a ball, right? But but could I take that and make it into a little man? I mean, me probably not. I'm not that skilled with Play-Doh, but could I take that same piece of Play-Doh and keep making it into different things that look completely different, but it's all based off of the same starting point, right? And so reality is we can change reality, but changing reality doesn't come with waiting for something outside of us to happen so that we can have a new experience. A lot of it just comes with shifting our model of the world, right? Changing reality just comes from changing what we perceive to be true. When we start to shift what we believe to be true, everything changes around us. There's a great quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer that says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. This is why people could be in great shape and they could still look at themselves in the mirror and, and, and hate the idea of what they look like and think that if I could just lose that next five pounds, the next 10 pounds, I would be so happy with myself, right? But people outside them would be like, are you insane? You look amazing, right? You look so great. There could be another person that would look at their bank account and maybe they would see an amount, let's just make up an amount, $50,000. Okay, one person would look at that and go, oh my God, I need to figure something out. I'm almost out of money. And the next person might look at that and go, wow, I'm so rich. I'm so rich. I can't believe I have all this money. This is amazing. So our reality is not built on what we think it is. It has nothing to do with the external world, right? It just has to do with our perceptions of the external world and our reactions to what's taking place in the external world. If we have a, a foundational, a core belief, right, that life is really hard, then we're going to carry this belief with us on a day-in, day-out basis. Everywhere we go, we're going to be looking for evidence that life is hard. Life is hard, life is hard, life is hard. And then, and then, you know, something maybe unfortunate is going to happen to us. We're going to see, I knew stuff like this always happens to me, right? And then person B, the next person might might look around and their mantra might be, life is great, right? Life is amazing. Life's a blessing. Things are always working out for me. And then they're going to go through their day with that mantra just kind of playing as a loop in their head. They're going to go, wow, like, look at this blessing over here and look at all these reasons why I have to be grateful. And, and yeah, I have things I haven't figured out, but we all do, right? Both of these people, they might live in the same town. Well, I mean, we're in, you know, la-la land, so we might as well, uh, we, we might as well just make them neighbors, right? And they wake up in the same place. One person's living in this mental prison and the other person's living in this state of euphoria. And the only thing that's separating them is their perception of the world. So when we look at changing reality, it really has nothing to do with changing what's going on outside of us and has everything to do with learning to change our perceptions, right? And when we look at the idea of growth, we think of growth as this process of like adding on, adding on, piling things on, right? But what if growth is really a matter of unlearning, right? What if growth is, is really, really a matter of taking the things that we think we know are true and starting to unlearn them, right? We're starting to unwire those old connections because this is where magic happens, where the the one thing that stops us are our beliefs, right? Our beliefs are just things that we feel a sense of certainty about. We feel that they're true 
and we think that this is the only way of, of being or doing or thinking. And then we start to tie our identity to like, I am this kind of person. I am a smoker. I am someone who struggles. I am depressed, whatever it is. And we take it on as our personal reality. Now, what are a couple things that we can do to start changing reality, right? Because you might be sitting there going, oh, I'm in financial turmoil and everything's falling apart. But somebody else might look at your situation and go, God, I'd give anything to have those problems. Like, God, if I was that person, I could figure it out so quickly. I'd just be, I'd start with being grateful for where I was, right? I know Tim Ferriss has talked about in his experience with plant medicine, just asking the question of like, what if everything is just okay as it is? Like, like what if everything is perfect and whole and complete as it is? And when you start to adopt this mental model of the world that, that the universe is a friendly place and, and everything's really okay, that's a great way to start to look at reality that like everything is really okay. Even when things feel like they're crumbling down in front of you, you can just go, whoa, this is just another step It's just another part of my life, but overall, everything is okay and everything is going to always be okay. Now, another thing that we can do to start to shift our model of the world and in turn create a new reality is to start to question everything. Start questioning everything you think is true and really start taking the microscope to these things that you think are factual and ask yourself, are they, are they truly a fact or are they just true for you? Because beliefs are things that are only true for us, right? Whereas it's not a law that's governing everybody, right? Like factual is something like gravity, but, but a belief is just something that is true in your world, right? It's true for, for your experience, but it might not be true for everybody else. So what I love to do is start questioning, like, is this really true, right? Do I really have to work as hard as I think I do? Are there people out there that are living in an opposite manner in which, you know, I could look at their evidence, I could look at their results and see that the way that I'm doing things is just one way of doing things, right? Start questioning the idea when you get up early in the morning and you think, oh, I got to rush and I got to do all these things. You're just like, what if you didn't for a day? And your ego brain would probably have a major freak out if you started to do this, but that might not be a bad thing, right? Start to do things a little bit differently. Start to think about what you're doing before you do it, rather than just letting the old program drive the bus all the time. Start to really ask yourself, like, why am I about to do what I'm about to do? Is it really, really, truly important what I'm about to do? And when you start to question things, you're going to start to open up to new ways of living. You're going to start to open up to different ways of being. And a lot of times the stress that we have in our life is so self-perpetuating, right? It's something that we become so addicted to that we forget that there are other ways of doing things. People feel trapped in their job and they think there's no other way I could make money. Well, obviously that's not factual. Come on, right? That's not factual. It's just a way, it's just a perception of things that has made it so. Byron Katie, when, when in her framework that she calls the work, and I might be paraphrasing a little bit here, but a great set of questions to start to ask yourself in terms of starting to question what you think is true and what you think is possible for you is to start asking a, a simple few questions. And the first one is, do I know that this is true? Right? So if you have this idea that, oh, my life is such a struggle. Okay. Is this true? 
That's the first question that you ask, right? Is this 100% true? If you think nothing ever works for me, okay. Really? I mean, does nothing ever work for you? Does nothing good ever happen for you? Or is this a self-fulfilling prophecy? And the second question to ask yourself is, can I prove that this is true, right? Do I have factual evidence that nothing good ever happens for me? I mean, really, if you had to think about it, just the fact that your body can digest food and water, is that something happening for you? Of course it is. So can I prove, like, do I have factual evidence that what I think is true isn't what I think is true is actually true, right? Is it really, really, truly reality? Or have I just made up a story that has been fulfilling this over time? The third question to ask yourself is, who am I and how do I feel when I believe this to be true? And I remember the first time I came across this framework of these questions, I started to question, God, I mean, almost everything in my life, right? Who am I and how do I feel when I believe this to be true? And again, I might be paraphrasing a little bit here. So start to make a list of like, when you believe that life is a struggle, well, who are you when you're believing that, right? Who are you showing up as when you think that life is really, really a challenge, when life is really a struggle? Do you show up as your best self? Do you feel excited? Do you feel motivated or no, right? I mean, of course not, right? You're, you're looking for things that are going wrong and you're Xing out all the things that are going right in your life. And, and the last question in this framework is very, very powerful is, who am I and how do I feel when I don't believe this to be true? And that, my friends, is where magic starts to take place, right? Because you start to open up the door to ways, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing, and new ways of being. And if you want to really dissect why you do what you do, start to look at the thoughts that run in your in, in your mind, in your subconscious mind every single day, right? Because a lot of these things are buried in an area where we can't see them, right? But they're driving the bus on the day-to-day basis. So the more that you start to become conscious of the unconscious, the easier it becomes to start to shift and shape and play with reality. Again, play with it like it's a piece of, piece of Play-Doh. Play with reality, like start being unrealistic. Uh, People around you might go, oh, you're so unrealistic when you say that. It's like, okay, good. That means I'm doing something right. Somebody says, are you out of your mind? You'd be like, I hope so, right? Uh, I hope I am because I've spent a lot of time in there. If we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day and over 90% of them are thoughts that we've already thought the day before, then really the gap is in that 10%, right? The gap is in that 10% where we are actually in full control of what we're thinking and we can start to think and analyze the way that we've been doing things and is it really what we want, right? If we want to create a new reality, it means stop waiting for things outside of you to change. Living at the mercy of external circumstances, I mean, that's a long road. This might take a really long time because we're living as a victim, right? Might take a really long time if we're waiting for everyone outside of us and everything outside of us to change in order to facilitate, you know, the transformation that we want. All I can wish you is good luck because, you know, it might, might take you a hot minute. If, if you want, uh, if you want to double your income, but you're waiting for your boss to, to, you know, increase your salary by 200% or, or you're just waiting for sales to magically come in, well, it might take you a while, right? But if you could start to play with reality and start to go, whoa, I am the person that's driving the bus. Like I'm the person that's in charge. And it doesn't mean that you don't surrender to, you know, the flow of life and everything. That's not what I'm talking about. But I just mean, start to take a bit of ownership for what your reality is right now. 
and start to ask yourself, you know, what have I believed to be true for a really long time that, that might not actually be factual? I brought my daughter to a play place the other day and, and I'm looking around at all these people and of course I have thoughts in my head of like, do I have groceries? When do I have to pick my other child up and all these things? And she's having a totally different experience. She's not thinking any of these things. She's just like totally in the moment. And I started to look around and notice there's all these people there. And I thought, wow, reality really is built on perception because everybody's here at the same place and we're all having a completely different experience. So I'm going to leave you off at that, that just start to ask yourself, start to question what you think is true, right? Start to really play with your version of reality and start to get a little bit unrealistic. If you want to, you know, become a millionaire in the next year, okay, well, immediately you might think, I mean, if you're not there yet, you might think, okay, well, that's unrealistic. Good. That might be a thought to entertain, right? That might be something that's actually worth considering because what part of you thinks that that's just like way too good to be true? If you want to leave your job in the next six months or the next six weeks, or you want to double your business income, or you want to lose 20 pounds or, or switch to a plant diet, or I mean, whatever it is, right? Start to ask yourself what you think is unrealistic, and that's going to start to expose what your current belief system is. So thank you so much for spending this time with me here today. This was just something that I had kind of uh, received as a bit of a download the other day, and I was like, I, I need to bring this message out that reality is entirely built on perceptions, and for things to get better, maybe first you have to get better, right? In order for things to change, maybe you have to change, but when you start to step into the owner role, right? You start to become the CEO of your life and take responsibility. It's actually a very, very empower, empowering thing, right? It's uncomfortable at first, of course, because there's things, areas where we like to play the blame game or, or what have you, but start to look at what do you think is true and is it really true or is it just something you've told yourself for a really long time? So thank you so much for spending this time with me here today. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can drop a comment in the section down below. If you're listening to this on the Authentic Success Podcast, I'd be honored if you would go down, leave me a rating and a review. Thank you so much again for taking this time with me here today. I hope that this was uh, a bright spot in your day and I hope that this starts to open up your perception of things a little bit. And maybe this is just the nudge that you needed to go, you know, start the business or quit the job or start the relationship or end the relationship or uh, activate your gym pass again or whatever it is. But uh, be well, take care of yourself, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. If you've made it this far, it means you are not a dabbler and that you are someone who's truly committed to making a lasting change. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating, comment, or review as it helps me bring this message to more people that need it. If you want to go a step further, this is an invitation to grab a free copy of my book, Authentic Success, at jordanulrich.com forward slash success. Keep your energy up, keep moving forward even when it's scary, and I'll see you on the next episode.